So this year, I've been studying deeply about the Proverbs 31 woman like never before, not just to learn about her, but to promote her values in the culture. So I've been on a journey to highlight the different aspects of who she is and what she may look like today. So these special wifepreneur episodes are not about redefining her, but about finding her. And one of the areas that I've never noticed before until recently is how intentional this Proverbs 31 woman is when it comes to making life investments. For example, throughout Proverbs 31, you'll find this. The heart of her husband trusts her. So she invests in her marriage. For her household is clothed in scarlet. She invests in her home, in her family, and many other more others here. But I would even say most importantly, is that she is a woman who fears the Lord and is to be praised. So she invests in her spiritual development. So I wanted to bring to you today a woman who I have the pleasure of knowing in real life and who exhibits these very characteristics. Now you may or may not know her name, but you definitely have been jamming her husband's music for the last couple of decades and even until today. He is the Mr. Kirk Franklin and his incredible wife, Mrs. Tammy Franklin, is joining us here today on the Married Paneur Life podcast. So let's talk about who this episode is for. This episode is for the wives who have been who are building families, building homes, building businesses and people. And you just don't want to be overwhelmed by all that is required of you. Now, how will this help? So glad you asked. So you're going to hear real life application of how this modern day Proverbs 31 woman promotes life investments and how you can too. Now, why is this important? This is important because culture will have you thinking you have to stay busy and exhausted, priorities all out of shape and out of line, out of order, when in reality, you can build your different life investment, life accounts intentionally, including your business, and you can do that with intentionality and grace. So y'all ready? Let's go. (laughs) So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question. And this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Preneur Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. Well, hello, everyone. This is Sway Buckley. And yes, it does feel a bit odd to be here without my superstar husband, co-host, <laughs> O.L. Buckley. I miss him dearly, but here we are today on this very special edition, Wifepreneur edition on the Married Preneur Life podcast. And just in case you're new around these parts, a little bit about us is that married entrepreneurs come to us to sync high-level systems with laser clear strategy to build out a legacy that is purposeful, powerful, and profitably in sync. Now, it doesn't matter if you are an indiepreneur, a couplepreneur, or a spousalpreneur, you're in the right place. And if you don't know what those are, let me break them down for you really quickly. If you're a indiepreneur couple, that means you're a couple where both spouses are building individual businesses. 
And if you are a spousalpreneur couple, that means you are a couple where one spouse is building the business and the other spouse is supporting that spouse who's building the business. And then you have the couplepreneurs, and that's where both spouses are building the same business together. So whether you're an indie spousal or couplepreneur, you are absolutely in the right place. And the main thing is you are building a legacy together. We are here as legacy builders, helping other legacy builders build their legacy. And we are thrilled about today's episode. I am so elated to share and introduce to you a beautiful soul, a beautiful, authentic soul who is a sister in the Lord to me, a wife, a mom, a daughter, and so many other hats. She also is now a podcast co-host with her daughter on Sirius Radio's Kirk Franklin's Praise XM. And she is a modern day Proverbs 31 woman. I am so elated and really eked, if you can use that word, like about bringing just a dear friend and mentor. I like to look at her, see her as my big sister in the Lord. And I would love to share her with you today, all of her wisdom when it comes to the life investments of the modern day Proverbs 31 woman. So please welcome to the virtual stage, Mrs. Tammy Franklin. And the crowd goes wild. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm glad to be, and I'm so proud of you seeing you do, do this. I mean, we met, how long has it been? You know, I was thinking, I meant to ask you that before we record. I don't know. It was at, I don't know if it was the first treasure you that? Yes. Well, it would have been um, her second. Not the first. It would have been her, her the second. second. Uh-huh. I was thinking about that just the other day, and I'm like, that was a while ago. I was a brand new bride, and maybe I'm not newlywed, maybe two or maybe three years married. How long have you been married now? Because that'll maybe help us. Yeah. So um, just on the 5th of this month, last week, we made 13 years. Oh, my goodness. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm like, oh, my goodness. We're like Maybe about 10 years ago then. That's what I was thinking. Maybe about 10 years ago. And it's just. At least. Yeah, at least. I was like, that was a while. I'm just like trying to put the dates together. And I just want to say like from day one, I know I dove in deep because I was like, I got questions, you know, and we didn't even know each other, but you were just so cordial and authentic and genuine, compassionate uh, and willing to share, you know, your advice and insight about being a wife, you know, and just dealing with all these different things that may happen that I don't think a lot of times, I don't know if many godly young wives have that person or people to to get godly insight from. And so I just remember seeing you coming down the hallway and I was like, can I talk to you real quick? <laughs> You're like, okay. And so we just went deep fast and I appreciate you going deep fast with me. And I do, I do remember distinctly, you know, I'm a good, I'm a, I've, I've learned probably within the last two years that I'm an empath. And so I, and I didn't know, you know, you know, that now girl, the 2022, they put words and stuff to everything. And so I'm like, but it, it resonated with me that I really have a, a, uh, a strong sense of people. I think as women, we have God has gifted us with discernment. Uh, that's one of our gifts anyway. But I think empath, not that I'm just so special, but there's a just a, a sense. And I just remember... You know, I was there, of course, to support my friend, but also, too, to get my cup full, uh, filled, 
And uh, I just remember distinctly sensing that, you know, your sincerity and your desire to really, really not only be married, but to be, you know, happily married and to be a, you know, a godly wife like that, that really, I could just sense that in you. Well, thank you. That is my desire still today. (laughs) I'm still glad. Thank you. Yeah. And, and that, those words and wisdom just have really um, been seeds that I, I see continually the harvest of that, even 13, well, 10 years later from that, um, still, and just understanding. And I, and I reference that conversation and even follow up conversations after that many times, just like, I'm like going through different seasons in life. And I think it's just important that wives have a safe, godly, biblical, you know, place to, to share, to get wisdom, correction, as well, um, you know, to be accountable. So, so thank you for just jumping right in and like <laughs> say, okay, let's let's go with it. And and this is one of the reasons, you know, why I wanted you to come on just to share. I want to share you, you know, with our audience um, and with the wives here. And many of them, I don't I haven't met her, all of them, but I would just say the wives that we do work with in, in our in our business that they oftentimes come, you know, with questions and feeling overwhelmed and with all the things from, you know, being a wife, being even young mothers or children growing and then life transitions. And so just under, like trying to understand, like, how do I, how do I do all this? You know? what, what is life? What is this? You know, and, and I feel like when I look at, you know, the uh, Proverbs 31, you know, I've learned or known of Proverbs 31. I don't know how long ago, just growing up about it, hearing about her and just the profile. And over the years, maybe even the last maybe two years, I've been going deeper with it. So I realized there are certain life investments that she makes and she has to make very quality decisions with her time, with her energy, mm-hmm. with her resources. With her it was resources. intentional, right? It was intentional. I'm like, huh, so how does this look today? Right? Like, so how does this look? And so I have, as I mentioned, some questions that I want to share with you just to get your insight on it, because I, I so admire how you are intentional. Likewise, with, you know, with marriage and with your spiritual development, with your children, with pouring into others such as myself. Like, and it's not like you aren't stretched. You know, it's not like you don't have distractions like everyone else. And so I just want to get to the nitty gritty today. And I know you're just not going to hold back. So I appreciate that. Well, yeah. Yes. The Franklins are synonymous with direct directness. And I appreciate it because it is a rare quality today. <laughs> it is rare. So here's my first question to you. As a modern day Proverbs 31 woman, what are some of your most prized life investments? It's interesting. Today, I um, actually, uh, I've, I've been a part of BSF, which is a Bible study fellowship for years. I've actually even led and uh, took took last year off because we were moving and you know, I led in the midst of pandemic. So we were on Zoom and all this. And so um, I've been in it so long, I've done all of the studies except one. And so this year is the year that they're doing this, that particular study. So I was like, oh, you know what? I think I'm going to go back um, and be a part of a class and, and not leave. But the full circle moment was uh, today, my daughter and my grandson. As, are, are, are coming and it just driving home made me think about legacy and just and my legacy you know of course I'm a part of my husband's but mine you know mine personally and and going to BSF I took my two younger kids now this is a full circle moment 
of I'm bringing my oldest daughter and our grandson. And, you know, what an investment, you know, you, an, an answer to your question. Uh, one of my prized possessions is the legacy of, of faith and of love that I have poured into my children. And, you know, now on the other side of, you know, empty nesting, I'm getting a chance to look back and see that's what all of that is for. My, my children, of course, are, are not, they're perfect in my eyes, but they're not perfect. But I'm, I'm getting a chance to watch, you know, my two younger ones are living in different states. Now they live, you know, one in Nashville, one in Atlanta. And my mentor said to me, Tammy, that is a product of what you've poured into them. That they can go and be, you know, and they're, they're, they are flourishing. Like they're not, I mean, of course they have moments when they miss home, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, you know, so I would say that's one of my, my prized possessions of just, you know, and whether you're a mother or not, I think that the investment that we make in people ultimately, I, you know, mine just happened to be, you know, be my kids, you know, your sharing of the investment that, that, you know, that's been reciprocal. In our relationship, um, the other investment, I'm learning more and more at 52 the investment that I'm making in myself of, you know, I want to, uh, someone just asked me recently, you know, at, at 52, you know, what are your hopes and dreams? I'm like, it, it's, it's interesting how they shift depending on the phase of life that you're in and what, you know, I, I would have probably said something more career driven or whatever, you know, years ago, but for now it's like, I want to, I want to live purposely. I want to live with joy and I don't want to have died full of all of that. I want to, we've all heard the saying, and we want to die empty. Right. <laughs> but it's like that I, I now truly understand mm. now being in my fifties. And, and I, someone said recently, I'd never heard of this. Of, you know, I'm in the fourth quarter uh, mm. of life. I'm like, oh Lord. Mm. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to say I'm close to the grave. Like, what's, you know. <laughs> but, you know, the, it's yeah. true. It's like, you know, my husband just got this, you know, this tour and we were both kind of giggling. Like, when did we become auntie and uncle? And, you know, mm-hmm. and people are coming to us for all this advice. And, you know, and it's like, oh, like, when did all of this happen? <laughs> I'm like, I still, in lots of ways, feel like, girl, I feel so, I will say to everyone, you will be forever learning. And if you're, and if you're not, that means you're stagnant. Mm. Oh, that's good. So don't be stagnant. That means you're stagnant. So you'll, you'll forever, because a lot of times we can think about, especially in this Christian walk, oh, Lord, when am I going, you know, how long, Lord? How long, you know, how long must I be? <laughs> right. That. But it's it's a lifelong journey. Yeah. Huh. It is oh, that's so good. Journey. That's so good. Cause we don't we don't hear like that's not the message that we hear today. Like the the math to the masses, you know, like the big message. The big message is like, okay, in twenty four hours or over, you know, over the weekend, you're gonna grow and reach all your goals and they don't talk about it's a lifetime. It's a lifetime journey mm-hmm. to achieve that. So that's so sobering. You know, it's so. It is. It is. It's a, it's a. It's like we'll forever be in a lifelong masterclass of ourselves. Ooh. Oh, that's good. You know, it's yeah. like yeah. because we're not the same people. Like I'm not the same 25 year old girl that got married. 
and you know, nineteen. I'm you know, I'm fifty two. So my likes, my just completely different, completely different. So you know, I know, girl, I'm giving you a long answer. No, that's so good. The investment that you make in yourself, uh, mm-hmm. I'm learning and still learning that one of the most prized possessions that you that you could do. Oh, that's so good. Thank you for that. And so let me ask let me ask you this. When you talk about investing in yourself, how do you deem like what the priorities are in a season where everything seems to be a priority? I think it's important oftentimes to to do a reset. And uh, matter of fact, I just did one my a Bible devotion on uh the, the Bible app. And I just, I just felt the need to just you know, we, we're coming off of just really busy, busy. And I'm like, okay. And resetting, slowing down helps you, quite frankly, to make assessments of, okay, what is priority? What is priority for me? What what might be priority for me may not be the priority that you know, other people are. Because oftentimes we can be looking at what someone else is, is doing. And it's like, mm, my, my priority right now is slowing down. Yeah. Oh, that's and it's, it, and it's shifting. And, you know, our friends, our family, because everybody else is busy, we think we need to be busy. Slowing down and just saying, and this is going to sound real simple because it is. <laughs> Pray. It's like, Lord, guide me and lead me. Where am I supposed to be going right now? Everything, everything can't be important. Not, not everything. So which, which one of these... And in sequence and in order, which should I set my eyes on? Where where are you leading me? I saw this uh, devotion once. I think it was Jesus. I'm not, don't quote me. I want to say it was Jesus calling. But they were talking about how the wise men were just following the star. And we can imagine, of course, the, the, the star would be the Holy Spirit. But they were following blindly. They did not know where they were going, but their eyes were on that star. And the star was leading and guiding. And I and I would say, I'm remembering the devotion because it blessed me so much. It's like, where where is life naturally guiding you? Yes, listen and follow that. Mm, pay attention. You got to be still. You got to be still and aware. Yes. And when you scatter, when you scatter, brain and in chaos, <laughs> you can't hear anything. You cannot. And that's where I was. I was like, oh. <laughs> It is time for a reset. <laughs> it's time. And you can reset as often as you want. How amazing. Mm, I was going to ask you, like, how do you know? What are the signs? What do you, how, what, how frequently? I think that for me personally, my telltale signs are my life. Our lives often reflect where we are emotionally and mentally. You can kind of look around and see, okay, Oh, my whole, like my car is in chaos, my office is in chaos, my car, everything, you know, just, I feel, I was feeling just unsettled. And a part of that was, you know, with, with the tour, you're, I'm coming home, I'm emptying a, a suitcase and I'm, I'm, I'm going right back. And so that, I just feel like you just listen, listen to life and what's going on around you. Are you feeling internally unsettled? And in that moment, just just slow down. And sometimes life is so busy, right? Like, well, we can't. It's like, where? How? How slow down? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That part. <laughs> you got. You have to. You have to. You have to make it a priority. You have to. Quite. Quite. God gives us 
he has deemed there are 24 hours in a day. And quite often we are trying to cram in way more than what 24 hours will honestly allot for. So it's like something, something's got to give. Something's got to give. Yeah. That's like so simple, but so hard <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Some people are addicted to being busy. Oh, talk about that. Some people like, and they're running from something like if, there's mm. this, you know, this energy of I got to be, I got to, I got to. And it's like, mm. have you ever really stopped and asked yourself why? Right, but do you really have to? Do you? And what are you busy doing? Mm. I've had to ask myself that question too. Okay, girl, you real big. But- <laughs> <laughs> What's the fruit? What's the fruit? What are you busy doing? <laughs> yeah. I, I really would challenge those that. Feel like they cannot sit down and settle and, and rest. Mm-hmm. It's like wow. Whew, and that rest requires just trust. He rested. He he he's even deemed, you know, some say Saturday, some say Sunday. We're not gonna get into all that. But he deemed there would be rest. It is. It doesn't change. That doesn't change. And that's so good and it's so unpopular today when everything and everyone is He who made us mm. the potter. We're the clay. He who made us, he said, hmm, they're going to need 24 hours. Mm-hmm. They're going to need a day of rest. And so it's like, why do we not listen to that? Speaking my language. That's so good. So like, why do we not listen? So good. Yes. And so speaking of that, because that is a great segue on the area of investing in your spiritual development. And mm-hmm. that's one of the areas I really wanted to dive into as well. Like what does that look like, especially when things are so busy? So when you just said, for example, like just stop and pause, like, is it just that alone or how do you, how would one do that when they're so accustomed to running and running into busyness and away from stillness? It takes practice. It takes, and, and, you know, we were talking about, you know, earlier intentionality, you know, and your question also alluded to how do you infuse your spiritual spiritual growth, you know, in that. We in this day and age, there is honestly think there is no excuse. We have the internet. We now have podcasts. Our church, because of COVID, did not have before, but now we we have a a virtual option. Like there's so much out there for our spiritual growth that on one hand, we don't have an excuse. But on the other hand, I I understand and get that it's that for whatever reason, it's hard and it can and it can be hard. And I think that the enemy makes it hard. I mean, think about we can you can open up a devotion, say your prayers before you know it. You like, right. Ready to go. (laughs) Wait, did I just So obviously there's an importance to it because otherwise he would not implement all of these distractions. And so I just, I I honestly say, just start, start somewhere, even if it's, you know, slowing down and saying, you know, I'm going to look at a devotion every morning or I'm going to journal, you know, I'm I want to be a good journal person so bad. I'm just not. I have found, you know, we've we moved and empty nested and we're now in a high rise for a little while. And uh, I have found so many journals. Well, I have started, stop, stop. And I'm like, 
when I do it, I see the benefits. Yeah. You know, and even now, even though I'm looking back over, you know, I'm showing myself some grace where I'm like, mm-hmm. but I'm still able to go back and reflect and see. Yeah. But what, whatever way works for you, I would say just, I want to really, really encourage you to just start. And when you, whether it's, you know, reading a book, I just read um, Viola Davis's book and that even inspired me to just, I'm like, this woman's life. Oh my. And, and although it's not uh, necessarily a, a faith-based, you know, book, you can learn. I learned so much just from her journey and she does really share about her faith and that she is a, a believer, but what, whatever it is, it's just, you know, stealing away, even to enjoy the things that you enjoy doing. Everything doesn't have to be work related, working on self related. It's like, like we're, we're filling our, our lives up with so much that where's the, where is the enjoyment as well? Something as simple as flipping through a magazine. Yeah, that's good. So simple, but so profound at the same time, because it's something that's often overlooked because of all the things on the to-do list. So that's yes. so good. So Yes. And now speaking of this, though, at the same time, when we're talking about investment, life investments for spiritual development, how would you if we transition over to life investments dealing with um, in marriage? How would would you what kind of advice do you give when it talk about your husband having such a demanding career? You just came mm-hmm. off a tour and you mentioned, you know, packing and then leaving again. Like, how do you all stay investing in your marriage? How many years has it been now? It'll be at 27 in January. Oh, congratulations. By the grace of God. By the grace of God. <laughs> so that requires lots of investing in marriage. So how do you how do you invest in marriage? You know, one of the things, we, we just did an interview on marriage and the Lord really laid on my heart, even with regards to our marriage, is we all get so caught up in the number of years. Ooh, yeah, ooh, you know, and, and it is to be applauded, but I think we need to be more, it needs to be more about the health of the marriage. It is the health of the marriage, and, and that takes investment. That takes being intentional. You know, 27 years, we have not always been perfect. We're still not. We're still growing. We're still learning. You know, I mentioned earlier, I'm not the same wife at 25 than I am at 22. I'm definitely more verbal and like what I don't like and what I do like, <laughs> you know, and, and that took a minute for him that he's, you know, when, <laughs> you know, when you first get married, you can be like, uh, what's the queen on uh, coming to America? Whatever, oh, you, right, like. whatever you like, whatever you like. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, then, then you get older and you're like, I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't want to do that. And, but it, you know, you often come across people and you hear about marriages where they say we grew apart and that I can understand that because you do grow into different people, but the goal is to on your journey of growth, still grow and collaborate together. And I mean, empty nesting has been a, a shift for us. We got married with children. We've never, ever not had children. And that's been you know, a, a bit of a shift. I think as the wife, 
it hit me quicker. I remember dropping off our youngest daughter to college and it, it, it hit me like a ton of bricks, even though we still had one more at home. My role was shifting. And I remember needing to, I didn't want to go home immediately. So we stopped and we just walked around uh, downtown Fort Worth. And I remember sharing with my husband where I was like, I'm trying to figure out who am I beyond these kids? And I see my role shifting. And so a part of the way you invest in your marriage is you be proactive. So we started having, you know, what we call tune-up counseling. It's like, okay, let's let's talk about it. empty nesting is coming. Let's talk about it. You know, what are your fears? What are your concerns? These are talks we had not only together, but also with a, a counselor of just what does that look like? And so investing your marriage as best you can, not being rigid, because ooh, yeah. <laughs> we women really be real rigid, but it's all it's being proactive. It's like, hmm, this is going to be different. And uh, my husband and I, one of the things that has blessed our marriage is every year right around anniversary time, we'll go like to a Starbucks or we'll sit on the couch. You know, what I'm painting is very informal, very casual. It's like, how are we? What could we do better? How am I doing as a, as a, a mate to you? What, you know, and those have been some of the most beautiful and profound conversations that we've had together. We also get with other couples that we really admire. That can be my mom and dad. Uh, and just say, you know, what? Did, how did y'all do this? What did you, you know, because there's no rule book <laughs> at all. Um, even our pastor who lost his sweet wife, you know, getting a chance to even watch him and how he was there for her and and, and watching the kids of how now they are here for him. It's like, there's so many models, you know, all around us. And most people, if you ask them, like you asked me that day, they are willing to, to share, you know, but it takes that courage to say, hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you were like, listen, sis, listen. Let me, let me pull you to the side. I got some questions. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but but also too, what I loved about that moment. Now that I'm thinking about it, is you were willing to be authentically transparent without a mask, and so I think that your listeners could really take heed to that. Like, okay, when you go to somebody, don't don't make it all, you know, strawberries and butterflies, and you know, like listen, listen I'm gonna need some okay. help. Like, how? Do you how do you do mm-hmm. this? How do you, you know, you know what I mean? It's like and finding someone that's that's just as authentic. Mm-hmm. So because like if you're not gonna be real, then just go back and sit over right. with, with with your with your mask on. The same thing with counseling. If you're not gonna go in there and be that's real completely mm-hmm. honest, mm-hmm. you're wasting your time and your money. Yeah. That's good. Oh, that's so good. I appreciate you saying that because we too, we still go to tune up counseling. I haven't thought of it that way, but we just like. I am for a pre and everything. Post, like the whole, everything. All of it. All of it. All of it. All of it. Because you're not, you're not the same people. So it makes sense. Like you get your your car needs a tune up because things start 
you know, falling apart. Your home need there are things that need to be replaced. Yep. And that, you know, we go to, to the dentist. Yep. We go to get physicals. Hope, hopefully everybody going right. to get the teeth clean. <laughs> Why would you not need to do the same individually and collectively? That's so real. Thank you. Within your marriage. Thank you for saying that because it's it's it really makes it. You gotta be willing to slow down and, and because y'all, what what you're building together is priceless. Yeah. yeah. It's priceless. And if you're if you're not careful, you will end up on autopilot mm. and just roommates. Mm. Yeah. We just and when that happens, that is very, very concerning. Yes. yes. I, I can attest to that. We have definitely been there. And that's why counseling is whew, it is more than important. It is vital. It is vital. And then having the, the humility, right? The humility to to share. So thank you for that. And then this last area that we'll talk about today, speaking of like life investments, let's talk about girlfriends from a wife perspective, right? Having good girlfriends, good friendships. And I know over the years, I've seen this and admired this so much from you and your group of tight knit friends that I'm just like, that is so amazing. So with the question being really around, like with everything being as it is, like we talked about the business, how do you enter into these or this very specific, unique, intentional type of relationships when everybody has different demands pulling at them. That's part of the question. But then the other part is dealing with like just jumping into like, I don't know if you've said jumping into it over years, the years I know you all have been growing the relationship, but that that would be the part B. But part one, A would be really dealing with um, overcoming all of the the busy objections and, you know, raising young kids and then older kids. And how do I, do I really have time for, to go deep in friendships? Right. And then the other part is actually investing in the friendships, like actually going deep. So can you speak to that? God created community. And if he created community, that means it must be good for us. I have had moments of where my girlfriends were my, and that you got to have a safe place. You know, I believe when people show you who they are, believe them and also allow the people to be who they are. Don't try to morph. You know, I always say like, if you, if you have a girlfriend who's not a good listener, don't try to turn her into one. Don't try to turn, like, that's, that's, that's not her ministry. It's <laughs> not, not her gift. So I'm, I'm really big on allow, allowing people to be who they are and not trying to force and make, because then you both are, you're, you're just frustrated. So you may have one girlfriend who is not, but you may have another one, you know, that is. But in community, I have been encouraged and lifted up. I've been also an encourager and, and a lifter because it has to be reciprocal. And so um, if you, if you do have a friendship and you, are constant, you're like drained. Mm. And that's not, that's not necessarily a reciprocal relationship. It's like, uh, mm, yeah, I thought like a lot of, and I, you know, when I leave you, I am not full. I am drained. And, you know, much like a, a marriage, if any relationship, they're going to be, you know, times where you have to be the strong or the heavy. And then they're, you know, and so, yeah. But I think community is just so, so important. Mm. And it doesn't have to be, you know, you know, and the investment part of it quite often is 
how do I have, I don't have time for this. You know, whether, you know, career, you know, possible husband, possibly children, whether I, and it's like, I believe girlfriends are a part of self-care. Oh, that's good. That is a part of self-care. Because when you go, you get to giggle and laugh and cry and pray and share. And it's like, it's worth the investment. Even if you only get together, let's say based on life, maybe it's once a month. Maybe it's quarterly, maybe. And then not to get offended when, you know, what, we, what we've had to learn to do if there's 10 of us. And what we've had to learn to do is to not get offended when someone else can't come mm. or, you know, or they may be in a season of life where, you know, people respond to life differently. Yes. So some people respond when when there's trial or heavy they they retreat yes. some people dive in and so it's like and respecting and learning everybody's beats mm. and being able you know with 10 of us of course we have different personalities yeah. but you know being able to say we have you know one particular sister who her personality well a couple <laughs> who when <laughs> they they kind of retreat. And so, but they have said to me, because I, I, I pay attention to those types of things. It's just my personality. Mm. They have said to me, thank you for noticing that I did mm. and, not hold, and not holding it against me. So I may shoot a little text and say, hey, you've been a little quiet. I've just been thinking about you. How can I be praying for you? You know, and they're like, you don't know what it meant. Mm. But that means you saw me. Mm. And, you know, so, you know, it's, I'm telling you, it's so worth the investment. And I will say it is very difficult to cultivate, have a friend group when you, when you yourself are not a good friend or you yourself are not friendly. So it's like, why can't I have friends? Why? And it's like, well, you may want to take a look. You may want to take some, it may, it may be time for some self-reflection. You know, are you friendly? You know? And are you a good friend? Because if those two are missing, then there's going to be missing friends. <laughs> True. Yes. Oh, that image is there. It is. It makes so much sense. Yes. Yeah. No. There. It is. When I tell you my oh, and we we've, we've been together long enough to where we're we're going through. We've gone through some some family deaths. Mm-hmm. We've gone through some. Course. we've gone we used to we used to call ourselves wives prayer okay we started out praying yes. and now we've pivoted to you know girlfriends mm. girlfriend prayer or you know or you, you don't have to have even a title but i'm just sharing that to show that life life changes Ooh, that's real <laughs> it changes and but we realize it's such a gift mm. It is such a gift. I, I really, truly think that those families and those friends that we choose mm. on our own, they're very, very special. Yes. No. God, didn't, you know, we, you can still say God chose yeah. it. He put it there. But it's like you made the intentional choice to, you know what? You my girl. Yeah. And that takes work, too, girl. because it's an investment. It so intentional, right? So, man, thank you so much. Like, so we talked about a couple different areas, I think big areas of investment um, when it comes to this 
modern day Proverbs 31 woman. And I thank you so much for sharing your insight um, with us. And I would love for you to share with everyone how they can stay connected with you and how they can see and follow your journey and, and what you have going on. Well, I only, I'm only on one social uh, media. <laughs> so it's, it's real, real easy. It's real easy. I don't want to be on the Twitter. I don't, I sound so old. On the Twitter. I don't want to be on the Facebook. So if you get anything from those two uh, platforms, that is not me. Turn them in. They fake. <laughs> they fake. Report them. <laughs> Report them. Report them. Like, mayday, mayday. This is not team. So the, I'm only on Instagram. And I'm going to tell you what's so funny is, okay, girl, my, my old IG name was uh, Tamrock96. Because my, my friends used to call me Tamrock in high school and stuff. We're not going to talk about why. <laughs> it was Tamrock. And so, and I was private. And then really the only reason I was on Instagram is so I could, you know, stalk my kids. And, you know, maybe, you know, keep in touch with some friends. And so Carrington, our oldest daughter, she was like, mama, it's time. It's time for you to go public. <laughs> it's time for you to change your name. So my new name, everyone, though it's been, it's not new. It's, I've had it for a few years now, but it's I am Tammy Franklin. Beautiful. I am Tammy Franklin. I am Tammy Franklin. And, you know, I'm, if you're looking for somebody that posts every day, that's not me. <laughs> Let them know up front. Not me. I post, you know, just life. Like what's going on for me personally in that moment. Mm -hmm. Family, you know, I, my Instagram bio says faith, family, fitness, and fun. I think that's, you know, they all start with F, y'all. <laughs> like that. Literally. <laughs> um, that's just kind of who I am. I'm just, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not real stuffy. I'm not, I'm not one of those late. I used to try to have like a preacher. And, <laughs> <Did> you <know. laughs> it didn't work out. And I was like, oh, let's take the mask off. <laughs> It's giving no. It's giving no. <laughs> but yeah, if anyone wants to uh, follow me, my daughter and I have a podcast on uh, my husband's uh, station on Kirk Frank. Sounds so funny on Kirk Franklin's Praise Serious Expert, and it's called In Real Life with Tammy and Carrington, and that's been uh, such a joy. And we were hoping to pivot to a, uh, a video component as well. But right now, it's just audio. But um, I'm having such a fun time doing that with her. And in, in, in real life, we talk about real life stuff. We from you know marriage to fitness, to what's going on culturally. And the cool thing is, it's got a you know a faith based. Mm -hmm. in. Of course, we're both Christian, but also a generational yeah. you know component as well because we're, we're mother and daughter, and we happen to be best friend. So. I love it. Did you know Cabbage Funding reports that one third of U.S. small businesses say Q4 is the most profitable time of year? Now, can you relate? If not, listen up. Whether it's one spouse or both building the business, you're building a life together. And business is an intricate part of that. So as marriedpreneurs, yeah, we want to have strong businesses and strong marriages. Well, both depend on systems. So we're here to redefine what strong means, what it requires, and what it produces. And we invite you to get equipped in our Finish Strong Masterclass coming this fall to a computer near you. <laughs> it's the 90-day strategy to end the year with accelerated profits in record time for marriedpreneurs. 
Yeah, so whether you're struggling to streamline your business operations, or maybe you're guessing daily at what to work on, or you're scrambling trying to figure out your unique wealth roles to no avail, or you're finding it difficult to be 100% present on date nights because you're consumed with unfinished business. Well, all of those require systems, systems for productivity and profitability. They create the strong foundation needed. So if this is for you, go ahead and save your spots at finishstrongmasterclass.com. There are limited free seats available. Go grab yours now. finishstrongmasterclass.com. Welcome to the Enjoying the Journey Together segment where we give you actionable practical steps from the previous segment so you can see traction fast. And before we get into actionable practical steps, can I just pause for a minute? Like, was that not amazing? There's so many gems, so much juice, so much goodness in this interview. I'm going to definitely be playing it back, listening, taking notes, and really applying it to everyday life, you know, just rich jewels and mentoring from biblical principles and standards. And I just am elated about all of this. With that being said, I am going to share some insight that our very special guest, Mrs. Tammy Franklin, shared with us today. And I'm going to share it here in this segment. We It is actually kind of like an extended part of our conversation from earlier. And I was like, you know what? This piece right here is going to fit so nicely into the Enjoying the Journey Together segment. And crazy thing is, it's not just for wives. It's actually for your husband. So if they haven't been listening, make sure you bring them on in because this is for them. And it's for you too, but it's, it's for them, for you. You get what I'm saying? So take a listen to this. Make sure that you are encouraging your wife to cultivate her dreams. Men are raised to be workers, to hunt. And I think that that's often mis- missing in marriage is that we are, and we are, we were create, created to, to help. We were created to, I mean, we're cheerleaders, like, go, yes, they, it's like, you got to slow down enough to say, hey, are you fulfilled? Are you happy? Are you doing what you love and what you want to do? Good stuff, right? I told you, I told you it was going to be good. Super, super good. So listen, I really hope and pray that this episode has been a blessing to your soul and that you are encouraged by it as you all are building all the things that God has you building and focusing on and that you're building intentionally, right? That's the main focus and, and purpose for that. And we would love to stay connected with you. If you are not already connected with this, go ahead and visit us over at marriedpreneurlife.com. There's all types of goodies. Of course, we have our upcoming Finish Strong Quarter 4 Planning Masterclass. It's really a masterclass for married entrepreneurs. Um, definitely would love to see you there. And there's tons of other great resources over at marriedpreneurlife.com that you can get your hands on. That's going to help you all build purposefully, powerfully, and profitably in sync. We are honored to be here. And until the next Wifepreneur episode, I'm Sway Buckley signing off. And here's to living purposefully, powerfully, and profitably in sync. God bless. Ready to drop them bars, hubby? funny yeah yeah we here Hi, okay <laughs> check it out 
It's like, hmm, okay, it's OL and Sway back what? again. Another episode, press play, now you in. Motion to build out your legacy. Family imply your marriage plus ministry. What? The content is real life in real time, yep. Mm-hmm. A little more to help you both soar and step. Same page where we know you want to be. Yep. And know it's not as easy as one, one two, two, three. But? It's more like three, two, one. Yep. Where you got to plan your work, work your plan and have fun. And yep. anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make this reviewable. Anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make it reviewable. Peace. Peace. Anything you call to is doable. Press subscribe, press like, make this reviewable for the people in the back. <laughs> That's a wrap, guys. Maybe. Let's see if it was recording.